The following presentation is controversial and may be offensive to some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. What's happening? Thanks for joining us. It's Friday, July 10th, 2020. Hope you are great wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hope you're staying safe. It is the Caboose Pistol Podcast, as I said, July 10th, 2020. John Lund with you. KNBR Radio in San Francisco. A lot of ways to get a hold of the show. If you want to give feedback, ask questions, we love to hear it because then in the next to last segment of the show, of the podcast, we will uh, get your feedback. And so that I don't have to speak the entire time, we'll hear your voice. 508-296-4949 is how you can give feedback. 508-296-4949. You can go to CabooseBistol.com for any and all stories that you may hear. We post them there. We put video and all sorts of stuff as well, so check that out. Uh, at CabooseBistol on Twitter and at John Lund Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And remember, again, CabooseBistol.com. Calm. All right, you know how things work by now. If you don't, I'll take you through it, walk you through it on this Friday, July 10th, 2020. We take a big lead story. We get into five big stories, a whole of the day, but then we balance that out with one good thing, and then we finish it off with the caboose pistol. A lot of sound, a lot of fun. Let's get it underway with today's big lead. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ah, yes, please listen. It is your big lead today. And so I'm preparing for my show this morning on KNBR weekdays 10 to 2 in the Bay Area, KNBR 680. And I'm looking for stuff to talk about. And the first thing I see is Eminem has dropped a new track. Well, if Eminem drops a new track, you got to listen to it. But he takes a shot at Drew Brees. Take a listen. Yeah, they say time's undefeated. I'ma be the first one who can beat it. Yeah. I had hoop dreams, now I shoot threes. Got a little green, but I don't do weed. No perp nor lean. That's Tunchi, that's Norleans. Fuck Drew Brees, Snoop Deal double. That's two G's. Probably spin on paper. Who we? Since Tuesday, probably killed a few trees. But the only ones I smoke are the loose leaf. Hmm, F Drew Brees, and of course Drew Brees. At the beginning of the Black Lives Matter movement with the, I don't know what you would call it, misspeak? I don't know. Drew Brees is a really good guy, but obviously what he said when he said it, not good. Uh, he and his wife were against uh, kneeling, and I know a lot of people are, but uh, look, where he said it, when he said it, how he said it, doesn't matter. Uh, it was not received well. It was not received well by teammates. It was not received well by guys like Malcolm Jenkins, who are leaders on his own team. Now, he quickly apologized that day. He quickly apologized uh, the next day, but Drew Brees uh, in the crosshairs when it comes to uh, Marshall Mathers and his new track. Drew Brees. F Drew Brees. There you go. All right, your five stories that you need to know about, number one on the list. And look, I have failed at marriage, so maybe I'm not the best to speak of this, but uh, I guess it's called Red Table Talk, and it's on Facebook. Now, I have never seen Red Table Talk. I have never heard of Red Table Talk. But uh, apparently, it's a thing. And Will Smith, there was a, it, this came up last week, that uh, Will Smith and Jada Smith, his wife, uh, and Jada had, had an affair with singer August Alsina. He actually had brought it up, and she'd had an affair with August Alsina. Now, 
he had brought it up and she denied it. And then they went on red table talk and I want you to take a listen. I, I don't know if they're paying uh, Will and Jada Smith to do this or I, I don't know exactly. He's got enough money. Uh, I just, I try to keep things or at least in my relationship in the past and relationships in the past. I try to keep my things under wraps. Like I don't want to do this live and you got to you got to go to uh caboosepistol.com to see this because just the look on his face is like I am so pained I would rather be doing anything but this so I don't know what the backstory is but uh take a listen to this and more so take a listen to how much Will Smith does not talk you know as time went on I got into a different kind of entanglement Mm-hmm. with August. One thing I want to get clear about and clean up, one of the things that was kind of swirling in the press about you giving permission, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, the only person that can give permission in, in, in that particular uh, uh, yes. circumstance is myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But what August was probably trying to communicate, mm-hmm. because I could actually see how he would perceive it as permission because we were separated amicably mm-hmm. yeah. and I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker mm-hmm. which he's not you and I decided we were gonna take our space and what happened yeah and then I got into an entanglement with August that's what I said an entanglement yes <laughs> <laughs> yes a relationship yes it was a yeah. relationship absolutely Okay, as Will Smith said, he was. If you watch the video, and you can go to caboosepistol.com to see it. Red Table Talk on Facebook. For some reason, they're taking this public. I don't know why. They must be getting paid a lot of money. But again, Will Smith has generational wealth, so I don't know why he would do this. I don't know why he would take this public. I would never take anything like this public. But whatever, to each their own. But he had finally had enough because when you see the video, he's kind of biting through his lip and he's kind of shaking his head yes. And it's like he, he honestly would rather be anywhere but there. But then when she uses entanglement for a couple of different times, he finally says, no more, and uh, says entanglement. Anyway, um, I wouldn't have done it. They did it. That's fine. Uh, there's a horse, number three on the list today for July 10th, 2020 in the Caboose Pistol podcast. There's a horse named Fauci, and he's not half bad. Now, there you go. Fauci, Fauci with the win. By the way, one of the reasons I wanted to play that is I have been a horse track announcer. Among many of my stops in my radio travels along the way, I was in Portland, Oregon, and they asked me to come down to the track to be a horse racing announcer. So I said, yeah, okay, whatever. How hard could it be? So I go there, and my friend Jason is is helping me out, and I, I watch for a couple of hours him call the races, and he does it flawlessly, and I'm thinking, this can't be that hard. I grab a pair of binoculars, uh, he tells me I'm going to do like the eighth race. I the hardest part is this is uh, memorizing the names of the horses. They're not the easiest. They're a little bit complicated. But he he tells me ahead of time, and I think I have these things nailed. I'm pretty good. Uh, you know, I've been to the track plenty of times. I wouldn't call myself a regular, but I I get it. I I've bet I've I've 
had a good time. So I grabbed the binoculars and they're off. And I can't remember one horse's name and I can't see numbers because I'm half blind and I'm just, I'm blowing this whole thing. And I'm kind of like, I can remember a couple of them, you know, my wife's ex on the outside, you know, uh, and then I'm just, I'm blanking. Right. And I'm getting that now I'm getting nervous. And so my friend Jason, who is the regular announcer at the track, starts t- telling me in my name, you know, how to do this thing. So I, I kind of fumble my way through it. And I think, okay, that wasn't bad, but no big deal. I forget that obviously through the entire track that what I'm saying and how I'm flailing is being completely broadcast through the whole thing. So I go walking down the stairs, boo, <laughs> boo. Like I had lost them the money, but being a better myself, I do know that obviously... Uh, you got to have somebody to blame when you lose, and most people do lose, and so, of course, people were angry with me, and I thought, well, I'm going to hang out for and have a few beers, and, you know, we had promoted it on the radio. People were going to hang out. We were going to have some beers afterwards. Completely left the building. I was like, nah, I'm out of here. People are booing me. They're getting angry, and I was like, no, this isn't happening. Anyway, uh, failed, and it's not as easy as it looks, especially when you're half blind. It's just not that easy. All right, five stories uh, here is Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers yesterday. Now, what he's explaining here, he's asked a question uh, in L.A. about uh, wearing masks. Now, when he was in Arizona, it was before, of course, cases had spiked in Arizona. And so it, he was asked what the difference was between go- going to Arizona or being in Arizona and then having to go to L.A. and wear a mask. Uh, yeah, so Arizona was not like that, and then it became like that for about two weeks before I came to L.A., and so I got used to it in Arizona. Um, it wasn't even, it was, it's not even a hassle for me. I mean, sometimes I forget it. I got to walk back upstairs to my place and get it. But I don't think it's a hassle to wear a mask at all, personally. If your breath stinks, it sucks. So it makes you brush your teeth more. <laughs> you know what's funny? He's 100% right about that. Because people will tell you, like, if you have bad breath, or you always wonder if you have bad breath, right? I'm talking to this person. I just had garlic for uh, for lunch, or I just, you know, I just had this, or I had spicy food or Mexican food or whatever it is, Italian food. Uh, and you wonder if your breath stinks when you're talking to somebody. And you obviously don't have to talk. You don't speak closely with anybody anymore. No close talkers, which I'm not a fan of close talkers, but obviously now six feet apart, you have a mask on. But there is no mystery to what your breath smells like because it's blowing right back in your face constantly when you have a mask. And don't get me started on mask talk because I've done that on two or three podcasts. It's so simple. It's ridiculous. And I don't want to get down that road. That's not why I'm going here. I'm simply saying that he's right. I brush my teeth constantly. I have mints in my my, uh, pocket constantly because your breath is blowing back in your face. And I don't want that to happen. So good point by Cody Bellinger. Uh, Number four on the list. This is pretty funny. So the NBA bubble. If you're not familiar, and I think you probably are, down in Disney World in Orlando, they are they have all the uh, the uh, 22 teams vying for a championship, and they are all in this what they're calling an NBA bubble. A lot of players are complaining, a lot of video, a lot of social media about the food, which we'll get into in the a hole of the day today. Uh, the food guys are complaining about the whatever, just all these different things. And look, these are millionaires who are used to uh, mansions, and when they had to uh, quote unquote shelter in place. A lot of, you know, not a lot of them, but some of them would have, uh, you know, bowling alleys and pool tables and indoor pools and all, you know, it's, it's not really, oh, it's, it's not real difficult that way. And now they're in hotel rooms and it's not like they're in the Ritz Carlton, right? But one guy seems to be enjoying himself in the bubble. And let's not be naive here. They're not testing in the bubble for 
a certain green leafy substance. Well, J.R. Smith uh, reads the menu off from uh, the bubble, and it's pretty funny. Now, it sounds to me, because I've been there, and I've been there yesterday, where you, you start looking at things, like when you go grocery shopping or something, everything looks good. It sounds to me like J.R. Smith partook in some activities, and he's really hungry, and he's enjoying reading the menu. Okay. New York strip steak. Ooh. Braised beef short ribs. Damn. What else we got? Shrimp and grits. Oh, fuck with me. I fuck with that cheesecake, though. They got that creme brulee. There you go. I almost want to play it again. You know what? I can do whatever. Uh, again, think of it as you just smoked and you just got a menu in front of you. I, I just, I have to do this one more time. Okay. New York strip steak. Ooh. Braised beef short ribs. Damn. Damn. What else we got? Shrimp and grits. Oh, fuck with me. I fuck with that cheesecake, though. They got that creme brulee. I'd probably go creme brulee. Love a creme brulee. I have a friend who makes a creme brulee, and then she does the, uh, you know, takes the torch to the top of it, so it's really crispy. Oh, man, that is good. And although cheesecake's good. It's just filling. Anyway, there's J.R. Smith. He is enjoying himself a menu uh, in the bubble of the NBA bubble. Speaking of the NBA, one last question, or one last story, number five here on the Caboose Pistol podcast on a Friday, July 10th. Woj, you have some news to report? Yeah. Uh Usually a Woj bomb is something like that, right? And then he's going to uh, report some NBA news. Well, he found himself in the middle of a story on Friday. He dropped an F-bomb, not a Woj bomb, but an F-bomb in an email to a Missouri senator who criticized the NBA's stamp, uh, stance on social issues uh, with China and the league's relationship with China. It was Senator Josh Hawley. Uh, H-A-W-L-E-Y from Missouri questioned the NBA's decision to allow pre-approved social justice slogans on players' jerseys while uh, censoring support for law enforcement and criticism of the Chinese Communist Party. And of course, uh, Woj did not like that, so he dropped his own bomb. Fuck you, <laughs> Wojnarowski wrote. And of course, what is the senator going to do? Well, of course, he's going to publish said F-bomb from the Woj bomb, and uh, ESPN had to uh, release uh, a statement saying that, no, you can't do that. They're very disappointed. Uh, Wojnarowski also had to uh, apologize as well. So, again, Woj making news today, not in his normal Woj bomb way, but in an F-bomb way. As he said, I was disrespectful and I made a regrettable mistake. He said, I'm sorry for the way I handled myself. And I'm reaching out immediately to the senator to apologize directly. I also need to apologize to my ESPN colleagues because I know my actions were unacceptable and should not reflect on any of them. It doesn't. Look, we're all grown uh, adults here, all right? <laughs> you can drop an F-bomb every once in a while, and I don't think it affects anyone. And you know what? It was justified. But I understand ESPN, after all, is owned by Disney. They probably don't like that Woj is doing that, but... I don't think anyone is angry with Woj. There you go. Those are the top five stories on the Caboose Pistol podcast for Friday, July 10th. You, would ha you know what happens next. It's time for the asshole of the day.
He's an asshole, sir. Major asshole. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! What an asshole! You're a special kind of asshole. What an asshole! Cause you're an asshole. Asshole. What's his name? Uh, his name is Rajan Rondo. So when he got to the bubble, I was just talking about the bubble where J.R. Smith was enjoying the menu. When Rajon Rondo of the Lakers got to the bubble, he walked into his hotel room. He sent out uh, an Instagram post that made reference to a Motel 6. <clears throat> I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Motel 6. Look, I, I haven't stayed in a Motel 6 in a long time, but Motel 6 has served their purpose. They are cheap. Uh, I have definitely stayed at them while I was uh, driving long distances, and I only needed a few hours. They are not great hotels. But the 34-year-old Rajon Rondo got to the bubble, the Disney Resort in Orlando. And look, the Lakers have a good seat, so they're in one of the better hotels. Look, I'm not saying it's the Ritz where he is staying, but it's not a bad hotel, and it sure as hell isn't a Motel 6. He's made more than $100 million in his 14-year career. So, of course, by the way, it's the Grand Testino Tower at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Now, that doesn't sound like a, a, it sounds, it's a fancy name. I don't know how nice it is. I've never stayed there. I have stayed at the resort's in Orlando, I used to work for ESPN for years, so we would take and have our meetings down there. But it sounds fancy, right? Grand Destino Tower at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. I mean, it sounds nice. It is certainly not a Motel 6. I'm looking at the picture of it right now. Uh, he tags the NBA in it. There's plenty of room. There's a very large bed. It looks nice. It's certainly made. There are accommodations. There are things in there that I think are pretty nice. Look, when you're used to living how Rajon Rondo lives that might be a motel six but for the rest of us who are trying to get by trying to pay bills with so many people out of work saying that that's a motel six when it's a pretty damn nice hotel maybe just a smidge out of touch and there you go rajan rondo it's not a motel six is our asshole of the day i'm an asshole and i'm proud of it all right, so you know how the caboose pistol works. We always balance out the bad with the good. If Rajon Rondo is the asshole of the day, we've got one good thing to balance it out. Today's one good thing, and there was a lot of things today. So I had, uh, I wouldn't say I had trouble trying to find something good today. It was just I was trying to kind of... Uh, figure out which was going to be the best thing. Now, opting out, number of players have opted out in baseball. They've decided whether it's for health reasons or family reasons, whatever the case may be, that they are uh, not going to play baseball this year. Well, Buster Posey, multiple-time All-Star, MVP, batting champion, World Series champion three times, has decided that he isn't going to play uh, this season for the San Francisco Giants. One good thing, take a listen why. A week ago today, identical twin girls were born um, that my wife and I are adopting. And the adoption actually became official yesterday afternoon. Um, and my wife, myself, and our older children are just um, <clears throat> overwhelmed with joy to welcome them to our family, to love them unconditionally, um, and just, just share life with them. Um, the twins were born prematurely. Thank God they are doing really well, um, but they're going to have to be in the NICU for quite some time. Um, 
And after much discussion with my wife and doctors, and a decision that I've wrestled with um, quite a bit um, since I knew that this adoption was on the table, um, I've decided to opt out of the 2020 baseball season. How cool is that? Buster Posey is going to give up. Now he's going to make about $21.4 million this year. And then, of course, you get down to 37% of that due to what's uh, happened with COVID and baseball. And they're only going to play 60 games. So he's given up about five, six million dollars. But look, Buster Posey's had a very successful career, very successful financial career. So he's got generational wealth and it's not an issue for him. But for him to be able to decide, look, we're going to adopt these uh, twins. They come early. Now he had missed a couple of workouts and people were kind of speculating what was going on with him. But he's opting out. He's going to stay with his family. Uh, he's going to stay away from baseball for the year. And he'll come back next year. He's got one more year left on his deal with the Giants. But how cool is that? Buster Posey, the one good thing today. He's going to be able to stay home with his newly adopted uh, girls who were born prematurely, keep them safe, and spend time with his family. That is one good thing. John Lund with you from KMBR Radio in San Francisco. We appreciate you hanging out today in the in the uh, Caboose Pistol podcast. Do remember, at this point of the uh, program, before we hit up on the final segment, the Caboose Pistol, you will be able to reach out to the show. So there's a couple of different ways you can do it. We will read emails at this point. Hey, at CaboosePistol.com. Hey, at CaboosePistol.com. Or why don't you leave me a voicemail, and the best ones will make it onto the show. Therefore, we don't have to hear my voice the entire time, which would be nice. Uh, 508-296-4949, 508-296-4949, and you can leave a message. Also, you can always hit us up at Caboose Pistol on Twitter, at John Lund Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And remember, all stories, uh, if you want to see some video, you want to see some different stuff, uh, just hit up CaboosePistol.com. CaboosePistol.com, and you can see all the stories. We have video there, uh, all the archives of the past Caboose Pistol podcast stories, all sorts of stuff at CaboosePistol.com. So again, at this point of the show, we'll get listener feedback. In the meantime, it is time for your Caboose Pistol to finish up the show. <laughs> the old Caboose Pistol, everybody has one. <laughs> Did you say Caboose I know some woman who could hide a machine gun in there. Yeah. All right, let's start the Caboose Pistol on this Friday like this. I've never heard of the show Smothered. I guess it's on TLC, hit reality show. Look, I, I know what you're thinking. Yes, you do. No. I've watched a lot of stuff in quarantine. I have not watched this. I think I've said this on the podcast. For some reason, I got stuck on Shark Tank, a couple other things, mindless TV type stuff. I've never seen Smothered, but I did see this. I guess it's on TLC, and they have a scene. I was looking at the New York Post today, and they have a scene where the mom... Kathy, who's 61, and the daughter, Christina, 35, they go get waxed together, and it's very strange. Take a listen. I have a weird question, yeah. maybe, I don't know. I want to know if we could get it done together, you know, like a couple's massage where people get it done together. If you guys are both comfortable with it, I guess you both can go in the room together if you'd like. And the whole time I've been here, no one has ever, ever asked if they could do a couple's wax together. It is a little strange to come and have your mom watch you and be with you while you're getting waxed. It's a little strange. It's a lot strange. Now, look, I've never been waxed, I will say. I, I am a uh, groomer. I definitely like to groom below the belt. Uh, I definitely, it, it, look, I'll admit it. 
I'll get a, uh, I'll have the nails done. I'll have a grooming done. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty tight when it comes to those kind of things. The eyebrows, I'll get waxed. I'll do all that kind of stuff. If, if you want to give me grief, you give me grief, but that's just the way it goes. Uh, I like to do those kind of things. But if I try to equate it where I go in there with my dad or go in there with my son who's 16 years old, or something, that's just weird. Now, maybe, maybe women are different. I don't know. You, again, feedback to the show. Hey, at CaboosePistol.com. You can leave the voicemail as well. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think that's strange. Am I wrong in that? Uh, number two in the Caboose Pistol stories of the day. This one is strange. Come on, kid. You don't want to eat this shitty sushi. It'd give you worms. Uh, raw fish strikes again. Sushi, pokey, and other similar dishes have gained a reputation as a risky food group where even the most prized cuts can come with an unwelcome garnish. Parasites. Uh, apparently, on July 8th, doctors in Tokyo reported the case of an anonymous 25-year-old woman who was admitted to St. Luke's International Hospital over a sore throat. Uh, an examination revealed a black moving worm wriggling in her uh, tonsils. Uh, they pull this thing out, and apparently this thing was about an inch and a half long, 38 millimeters, or an inch and a half long and a millimeter wide, and noted that it was uh, molting to the outer uh, cuticle, which revealed this worm was a fourth stage. What? It's disgusting. All right? I don't want you to turn off the... Uh, the, the podcast and maybe you already have here's the point in bringing this up and i read this today i am a huge fan of sushi i mean a huge fan of sushi so what do i do now they said in that article i read it to you that this could happen even in the best cuts of sushi and i'm not a gas station sushi person i'm not going to the gas station and eating sushi i won't even eat uh, a grocery store sushi i am a sushi snob i can't say that fast three times i am a sushi snob I only like to go to the best places. I want it to be fresh. I want it to be cold. There are just a few places I'll go. I will not experiment when it comes to sushi. Hey, there's this new place. Nah, I, I know the ones I like, but this scares me now because I said even high-end places, this kind of stuff happens. So what do you do? When you hear a story like that, you're just like, you know what? It's over. No more sushi for me. I don't know. I'll still eat it. It's just I am not, I, I will not experiment when it comes to sushi. And that does freak me out a little bit. All right. Bear talk. I have had it, boo-boo. I'm going to bust out of here. How come, Yogi? Every day, it's the same old thing. Look at the bears. Look at the bears. Look at the bears. Sheesh. Hey, Pop. Look at the bears. Look at the bears. Look at the bears. See what I mean, boo-boo? What you going to do about it, Yogi? I am going to get out of this park. All right, if you're of a, super, a certain demographic, you know Yogi the Bear. Hey, boo-boo, let's get a picnic basket. So you may know it, you may not. Yogi the Bear was very popular when I was growing up, and that was the only bear thing I could think of. A Colorado man has been left with severe swipe injuries, quote-unquote, after a bear managed to unlock his front door and come inside overnight. The attack happened early Friday morning in the Aspen, Colorado area, according to a local TV station. Randy Hampson, a public information officer for Colorado, blah, 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 uh, said there was a lever handle on the front door that the bear was able to manipulate to break into the house. Quote, you're talking about a 400-pound animal. They can push down with enough force to sometimes pop those locks. How scary would that be? I mean, scary enough to, he to think, hey, there's somebody in the house. And then to kind of tiptoe around, maybe you grab a bat or whatever it is that you have nearby, and to turn the corner and see a bear staring at you. Now, I don't know what the protocol is, 
I've heard you play dead. I'm, I heard you, I don't know, be still. I, I have no idea what you're supposed to do. The natural inclination is to run, but then they think it's a game, and that's not good. Anyway, that's scary. Bears in the house. Let me check. Yep, that's it. The Caboose Pistol for Friday, July 10th, 2020. Thanks for hanging out. Always appreciated. Remember, CabooseBistol.com for all stories. If you missed something, hit the stories there, videos there. Uh, all the old podcasts are there. The archive podcasts are there. Take a look. CabooseBistol.com. Listener feedback, 508-296-4949 if you want to leave a message. If you just want to hit us up on email, hey, at CabooseBistol.com. Caboose Pistol on Twitter, at Caboose Pistol. John Lund Radio, at John Lund Radio on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those things. Have a great weekend. That's the Caboose Pistol Podcast for Friday, July 10th, 2020.